Hey all, this is Sean Gerber. Thank you for listening today, but before we get started, I have a couple of questions for you. Are you caught in the daunting maze of CISSP preparation, unable to find your way forward? That's precisely where I found myself when I began studying for the CISSP. Overwhelmed would be an understatement. There are now an ocean of CISSP training programs available, and are you unsure which ones to trust? I remember the struggle, but there was nothing accessible to me outside of the pricey boot camps. And that's precisely why CISSP Cyber Training came into existence, to illuminate your pathway towards acing the CISSP exam. At CISSP Cyber Training, I've forged the CISSP blueprint into a step-by-step guide to navigate you through the intricacies of the CISSP journey designed to provide you the direction and guidance you need to pass the CISSP exam confidently. But don't just take my word for it. Listen to what one of my students, Kevin Fallon, had to say about the CISSP blueprint. This is precisely what I needed in your course, direction. The blueprint is the perfect roadmap to stay on track. I appreciate its clarity and tangible sense of progress it brings. A phenomenal tool for revision. And then there was another from Christopher Wagstaff. Sean Gerber, your guidance was invaluable throughout the CISSP study and certification process. Thank you for breaking the monotony. Once you've wrapped up with the podcast, make your next stop, CISSPCybertraining.com, and let's together turn the tide in your favor, meeting your CISSP goals and catapulting your career in cybersecurity. Now, without further ado, let's get going. Giddy up. Welcome to the Reduce Cyber Risk Podcast, where we give you the tools you need to meet your regulatory requirements while helping keep the evil hacker horde at bay. Hi, my name is Sean Gerber, and I'm your host for this action-packed, informative podcast. Join me each week as I provide the information you need to best protect your business and reduce your company's cyber risk. All right, let's get going. Okay, in this episode, we're going to be talking about the tale of two brothers and what is information security and what is cybersecurity. You're probably saying to yourself, hey, yawn, uh, <laughs> who cares, right? So it, when it comes right down to it, is information security is more of the broad brush. It's more of the, the larger group um, that you're dealing with, right? Cybersecurity is more of a specialized area. So when it comes right down to it, though, all businesses deal with information. So whether it's your employee information, tax information, uh, proprietary information, it's all about the data. And, and that data is specifically tied to the information. So you need to ask yourself the what, when, where, and who is about your data. You know, basically, what is it? When is it being logged or where is it being stored? Who has access to it and so forth? Because all those pieces of information are going to determine how you best protect that data and also some of the regulatory requirements around that data specifically. So if you have medical data about individuals, now you may fall under the HIPAA aspect of this. If Do you have proprietary information that is stuck with the Chinese cyber law where you have to consider it important data and that data has to reside within China or has to reside someplace else, but at the minimum, you have to keep that information and you have to know that information is going. So again, it's all about the data and it's all about protecting that information. So really, that's basically it. <laughs> okay. So basically, I'm going to talk about what is the definition of it. So it's protecting the information an organization creates, uses, or stores is called information security. 
So that's what it's about. All the information that you create, use, or store is the overall broad brush of information security. Now, a definition that the U.S. government has come up with is it's the protection of information and information systems. Now, the key word is systems. So it's not just the information, but it's also the systems that the information is in and it sits in. From unauthorized access, use, disclosure, disruption, modification, or destruction in order to provide confidentiality, integrity, and availability. Okay, you'll hear more about the confidentiality, integrity, and availability. It's the CIA triangle, right? Not the Bermuda Triangle, but the CIA triangle. And it's going to talk about is data, is it, do you have, are you confidentially keeping the data, protecting it? What is the integrity of the data? Is the data available? And so forth. And that is what the definition of information security is from a large standpoint. So the who and what does it encompass? So we're talking about the data and the people. Now, if you, if you have a business and you've dealt with this before, you know that this data has gone from being in the past basically pieces of paper, records that are sitting in a file cabinet somewhere, to now ones and zeros that are on a server. In a, and, and not to the too recent past, those servers would be sitting in your office. But now those servers are sitting within the cloud, the quote-unquote, air quotes, cloud. And the point behind that is, is now that data is no longer in your physical possession. That data is in somebody else's possession. Uh, the data center could be within the United States, could be within a uh, different country. There's all different places. And you, you have to really understand where that data is going, especially if it deals with people. And if you're dealing with the GDPR, which is in the European Union, you got to know where their, their people's data goes from the European Union. And it's just important that you have that. Uh, also, the processes. So what are the things that make your business work? Your mission, your vision, your training, your automation. But the processes behind the data. Do you have scripts that are running in the background that take your data and they put it someplace else? Are you familiar with what's being sent there? Is that data being protected in transit as it goes from point A to point B? Is it important? Do you care? Maybe not. Again, it comes down to the risk of your company. Uh, you may not want, you may not really care how much about your data. And if it got compromised, yeah, so what? It's not that big of a deal. However, you may need to ask yourself, is it an important thing for you to keep? And if you do know about your data, you may also, the other thing I'm kind of bouncing around here a little bit, but the one thing to consider about your data is, is that just because you think at one point in time your data isn't as important as it could be, and over time, laws change. And if laws change, something that you had in your mental model, your brain thinking, hey, this data is no big deal. If it gets out, yeah, so what? Well, that may change because businesses are changing. Countries are changing. So it's important for you to stay abreast of all of those potential changes. It changes four times in the past sentence. But all those potential issues uh, over the period of time because it changed. It, gosh, I said it again. It changes. All right. Technology. Simple to complex. When technology, we're talking about the uh, IoT aspect of it, you know, um, um, Internet of Things type of technology, right? Your Echo Bee that's sitting in your house, your wireless controller that's connected to your manufacturing s solution. Um, it could be from anything that deals with just data that's a script that's running off of a power plant that dumps data in the cloud and may go through three different countries as it's getting dumped in those locations because of different analytics that are involved. So again, the technology is simple to complex, but what makes it all work? You need to understand how does that come into play. Now, if you're a small business, you're probably going, I got a couple of servers, eh, no big deal. Or you could be a medium-sized business and you got, well, I got all kinds of things, but I have no idea how they talk to each other. Just some IT guy stood it up and is in business. 
and again, you, you can't put your head in the sand and think about that it's just not going to affect me. And my IT guy should have it. Well, unfortunately, it's a tragedy of the common situation where your IT guys thinks, well, hey, the senior leaders, they run the company. They know how this business works. They're going to tell me if I need something. And then you're thinking, well, the IT guys, they're the smart guys when it comes to this technology junk. They'll make sure that things are in place for us. And the compliance or HR person is going, well, I think all of you guys have figured it out because I just want to more focus on what I know because all this cyber stuff, it's just confusing and it's just changing too fast. So all those pieces, you've got to be aware of it. There's, there is no defense in the fact that you didn't know and that you weren't aware. Try that when you get a speeding ticket and see what the police officer says to you. Say, yeah, not so much. So who and what does it encompass? So again, we talked about it's all about the data. And the confidentiality, integrity, and availability, we're going to get into those. So we'll start with the first one, and that's confidentiality. It's protecting the information from unauthorized access and disclosure. Okay, so as an example we have out here on the screen, how would that happen? What, how, what would happen if the information, such as usernames and passwords or credit cards, information was stolen? Okay, so now that's something that's confidential. So I give my credit card information to somebody. They're keeping it, but it gets breached. It's gone. So that you broke now the confidentiality of protecting my information. Now, depending on where you live, it could cost you a lot of money or it could be eh, no big deal. So th those are things that you're going to have to be aware of. Integrity, protecting the information from unauthorized modification. Okay, so how do you know that your CPA isn't making changes to your books and isn't modifying it? Now, it isn't something so, it could be as cool and Gucci as a hacker intercepting the traffic from point A to point B, something that you would see on a movie, you know, and he's copying down a piece of information and he's re-injecting with something different and new and cool. Uh, you know, the movies make that up, right? Okay, that does happen, but let's be realistic. What is a bigger thing that might affect the integrity? Somebody actually making modifications to the file that weren't supposed to have access to it, May adding a couple extra zeros or taking a couple extra zeros away. All those things are basically, it's affecting the integrity of the document and or of the data. And if you don't have proper protections in place, now you've got to deal with that. And, and or and really what it comes down to as well, it's not just the fact that you we use this when I was flying or working on the red team. And we call it psychological operations. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter about the data. It matters what you think about the data. So an example that I think is pretty apropos is back in 2002, 2003, right after the 9-11 event that occurred, right? And that terrorist event that occurred. Well, what happened was, was the same group of people, Al-Qaeda, they then turned around and said they were going to hack into the U.S. stock market. Well, they didn't actually do it. But the moment that they made that comment that they were going to hack into the stock market, it dropped 300 points immediately. So what does that tell you? It's psychological operations. For a brief moment in time, people lost confidence in the data. In 2018, the election system, thinking the Russians have hacked into the system, right? Guess what? They probably have some level of, of influence within our network. Not just the election system. It's probably multiple places, which we've found with the electrical grids as well. Now, what does that do? It causes people to have doubt in the system. They may not have gotten anything, which it's proven that they haven't gotten really anything. However, it caused a seed of doubt in people's minds on whether or not they did or they did not. Psychological operations, that's all it really comes down to. Okay, the who, the what does it encompass it's again all about the data and the availability preventing or disrupting on how you access information so what happens if you can't log into the system that you want to log into what are you going to do about it now you're no longer available to get that information that you need 
that's on those systems. So again, that's availability. It could be as simple as the, the server's down, the network's down, or a stray backhoe just cut the fiber out. Don't know. It could be the fact that you just can't even get into the room to log in. That's simple. So again, that's the availability aspects. So what is information security and cybersecurity? Well, all businesses use information like we talked about, the employee information, tax, all that information. So there's overall security measures you need to keep in mind when you're dealing with information and cybersecurity. One is your personnel security, background checks of people. Okay, You need to consider those things. You also have to look at your operational security, protecting your business plans and processes. Do you have a business that you're going to put in a new country, uh, Venezuela, right, or Brazil? And probably not Venezuela, probably not a good idea right there right now, but Brazil, you put one in Brazil. And you have this whole big plan set up, and you're going to you're going to corner the market in, I don't know, widgets of some kind, right? Making toucan birds out of straight, I don't know, straws. Yeah, California will give you plenty of those. Okay, so you're going to make this toucan out of straws, and you've got this perfect way to corner the market. So you have operational security by protecting the business plans and the process for that. Also, your business continuity and disaster recovery. What are you going to do to keep your business operating and running? In the event that something goes bad, can you keep your business going? In the event that there's a tornado, in the event that there's a hurricane, and your system goes down, do you have a way to recover from that and keep your business operating in the event of a natural disaster? Could be as simple as a stray backhoe taking out your business in one data center, and you have the ability to roll over to another data center. Again, business continuity and disaster recovery. Do you have plans in place to deal with that? We talk about also physical security on the protection of property. You have fences around there. You have cameras. You have badge cards to get in there. Well, all of those systems, they all tie into a network somewhere. Is that network secure? Your privacy, protecting your personal information. Now, depending upon the country you live in, it may or may not be something that they can be that can occur. If you're in the European Union, that's probably a strong possibility. If you're in the Chinese, uh, in the country of China, then guess what? Odds are really high that your personal privacy isn't really that personal. <laughs> it's probably more like what the state wants. Now, they'll, they'll protect your personal data from somebody else, so they want to protect it. But at the end of the day, the state has your data. Um, cybersecurity is the protection of electronic data or property. Again, a lack of any of these issues will be compounding and can affect them all. That's kind of the note to put in there. But that's the protection of electronic data or property. Information security covers all of these aspects. Your physical security, your privacy, so on and so forth. So what we went over in this episode is kind of basically the what is information security and what is cybersecurity. The who and the what does it encompass. Again, it's all about your data. And what is information security and cybersecurity? What is the difference between those two? And then your overall security measures that you need to put in place. Thanks so much for listening today, as it was my pleasure to prep you for the CISSP exam. But are you interested in some free CISSP exam questions? Head on over to CISSPQuestions.com and sign up to join my email list, and you will gain access to 30 free CISSP questions each and every month. That's a total of 360 questions just for signing up with CISSP Cyber Training. You will also gain access to other free resources, so just head on over to freeCISSPQuestions.com or CISSPCybertraining.com and sign up today. All right, have a wonderful day, and we'll catch you on the flip side. See you.